It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is quite literally the final countdown. Yesterday was the final countdown to the final countdown, but today is the final countdown. Welcome in, everybody. Stormy Bonantoni and Matt Brown with you for the final time in this iteration of the show, which is You seem a little too happy to be getting rid of me. Look no. at you. you how chipper are you? She was so giddy. <laughs> She's like, and this is it. <laughs> I'm free. Duh. She's like, yes, the anchor's away. If anyone should be happy that they're getting rid of the other, it should be you because you don't have to put up with any, like, on-camera shenanigans, at least, like, on a weekly basis. It'll be a little bit more spread out with these bets and consequences in the future. No, it'll be, look, it'll, it's going to be good. We're going to, we'll put out a schedule. We'll figure out what events we're going to earmark and whatever. We'll put out a schedule and make sure that you're a subscriber on the VEASAN YouTube because we're not going, we're not breaking up forever. We just have to, we have to see other people. No, you can't get rid of me. Yeah. We're not breaking up for, we just have to see other people for during the week. (laughs) (laughs) During the week week or whatever we have to see other people. Uh, I'm excited though. Both of us still get to work with producer staff moving forward though. Um, I will be, moving to Sunday through Thursday on the Lombardi line with Michael Lombardi. Steph will be the producer in the producer's chair for some of those days, as well as um, Elliot Bowman for the others. And you're headed on to the handle on the weekends with Dave Ross, who you all just heard moments ago. Yes. So that'll be on Saturday, Sunday mornings, nine to 12 Pacific. So uh, we shall see. It will be uh it's a new, certainly will be new for me. Not haven't done a Weekend show. You're going to Circa too, which is different. We're both going over to Circa. Yes. I know. You're you're returning 
Correct. I'm making, I know this is sad. I look down and I'm like, it's the last day with the foot box. Whatever foot box will you like, do? This foot box has like been with me for a couple of years now. Like, you know, this foot box has lasted. <laughs> And, like, now it's, it's the last day with the foot box. There's all kinds of things going on. I'm I got actually, a lot of emotions today, man. I'm actually really going to miss this chair because, like, I feel elevated. It's pretty cool. Yeah. At, at Circa, and I love that studio so much, but I always laugh that I feel like kind of with the big back on those chairs, when you turn around, it's kind of like Dr. Evil mm-hmm. with the, like, ambiance look to it. For me, yes. personally. Yeah, but. no, I, yeah, I, I like the... I do like the, the, the little elevation stuff. As yes, well, a but bit. we do have a great final show for you today. Um, John Legaza is going to join us in about a half an hour or so with spring training coming up this week. He'll give us the lowdown on all things MLB. Lots of NFL news, as always. Um, a short three-game slate in the NHL tonight. I do have a bet there. I do have a college hoops wager um, in pocket as well that we'll get all to. Right. And the Honda Classic upcoming this weekend. So we'll get Matt's low down on that of course long shots make sure you download it wherever you get your podcast because you Wes Reynolds Kelly Bidlin the whole crew um give out your plays and like approach to yes. every major event Wes has been scorching hot on the scorching rest of hot. rest of world tournaments like he is he's picking winners in foreign lands but like that doesn't matter it all <laughs> it all cashes the same it all cashes the same you get paid in American actually it doesn't matter if the tournament happens in India wow. or whatever so like that you actually get yeah in your account comes in in US USD incredible yeah yeah it's impressive amazing. stuff well yeah. let's get started um in the NFL today because some interesting stuff coming through from Diana Rossini when it comes to Derek Carr's meetings that he had with the New York Jets over the last few days apparently things went Really, really well. So much so that, you know, the Jets are selling Carr on their ready-made roster. Not only are they ready to contend for the playoffs upon his potential arrival in 2023, but for the Super Bowl and to be a potential first ballot Hall of Famer, according to Rossini, all of this uh, uh, coming through. Meanwhile, she also tweeted yesterday that while it was nothing but positive reviews from the Jets and Carr, they now also wait for Aaron Rodgers to emerge from the darkness and inform the Packers of his plans. The Jets um, want to speak to Green Bay, of course, if the Packers are willing to trade. So um, they think that they can win a Super Bowl and have a first ballot Hall of Famer if it's Derek Carr. But hey, we also would really prefer to get Aaron Rodgers if we can make this work with a trade. Yeah, it's the Saints are three to one for Derek Carr services. The Jets three thirty for his services. The Bucks at four fifty. Again, maybe I, I just can't see the Bucks. I, I don't get it. I mean, it, he's not going to be cheap. So I don't know why if you're the Bucks in a complete rebuild, you would just bring in Derek Carr. It seems like if you're just going to kind of punt a year, you know, play Trask and just kind of see what happens with all of that. Panthers at 5-1 to one, and then the Titans at 7-1. to one. The thinking is that the Titans, even though they haven't like officially said it yet, that they are going to move on from Tannehill, that the upside for Tannehill is pretty much capped. We kind of know what you, you kind of know what you get in Tannehill, right? I mean, it's just like it's very league average, kind of middle of the road, mediocre play and I'm sure that they are looking at, at at that team as well, thinking like, okay, maybe we're only a quarterback away from actually truly contending. The commanders are still sitting there at seven and a half to one as well. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Can't really buy in on them because they just keep they keep beating the the table for Sam Howell. So I mean, I guess whatever. I mean, if you're gonna go and do that, Colts at eight to one, don't do that. They're drafting a quarterback. Like that is not happening. Do not bet them at eight to one. They are one hundred percent drafting a quarterback. Like yes. I will say this for sure. 100% drafting a quarterback. So I, you do not need to do that. Um, what did you make of the immediate Super Bowl contenders and first ballot Hall of Famer comments? I mean, so, look, as far as the contender thing, we've, we mentioned all the time, if you can just get in the tournament, 
then weird things can happen, right? I think that that division will be a little bit more competitive next year than it was this past year. I think that the Bills are going to have significant losses in free agency, and with that, it will weaken that squad. Now, will it weaken them to the point in which they will not be able to win that division? Now, I'm not going to go that far, but I will say that if you add a quarterback to the Jets, who, again, we talked about this, had a rookie of the year on the offensive side of the ball, a rookie of the year on the defensive side of the ball, you're going to get back your running back that was actually doing really, really well before he got injured. And, you know, look, there are some pieces on the offensive line, like no guys that are super, super big standouts, but you've got a couple of different guys that are well above above league average on the offensive line. And then, of course, on the defensive side of the ball, they played pretty good defense for the majority of the year. Mm -hmm. I don't think that this Jets team is is completely lost. Now, some of this stuff is hyperbole, obviously, but I mean, I if you can just get into the tournament, and I think that it's at least a possibility that they can. Yeah, I'm just saying win a playoff game before we're talking first ballot Hall oh, of yeah. Famer status. That's all. I, I mean, just, oh. just saying. Oh, show. But um, when it comes to Rodgers, like, I, I mean, when it comes to Carr, I do think that he would be a good fit to elevate that group because you just have to pay the guy. I'm sure that there's some willingness to work with what they have. You don't have to give up anything like mm-hmm. you would to go ahead and get Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah, and that's the thing, right? It's like they – that is the difference between him and Rodgers, and I think everyone's kind of like, oh, no, Aaron Rodgers, Jets, it makes all the sense all the sense in the world. You were still going to have to go some sort of asset. Now, maybe they, again, if if you believe some of these reports, maybe it's only a two and a three or a couple of twos or whatever. So, like, that's still players, yeah. right? Those are still, and, like, second-round guys contribute to your team, like, in, instantly, right? And so you are giving up real assets to acquire him as to where this is nothing but getting a yes. signature on a, on a piece of paper. Exactly, and I know for, like, a lot of people when it comes to car the jury's still out on like how he is, especially coming off of this year, but he's still like a year removed from having 4,800 yards. Like he has had to put up with so much in this Raiders organization. He's had six different head coaches. Um, Think about what they went last year and they still somehow made the postseason, all of the off the field stuff. Plus, the Raiders have a terrible defense. Can we talk about that? Like, yeah. when they win games, they have to win in shootouts. I was looking, um, I saw a report that said since the 1970 merger, no quarterback with at least 100 starts has had a defense behind him allow more points than this Raiders defense allowed with Derek Carr. Um, they've allowed 26.2 points per game in Carr's starts. I think that he'd be just, he's a great veteran quarterback. I think Mm -hmm. that could really, really elevate that offense and have a defense that could actually give him some support. And if you look, I mean, if you look, if you just go roster for roster, and I know it's probably always going to come down to money, but I mean, if you go roster for roster, he has to look at the Jets roster and like it better than what he has in the with the saints. However, you probably like the saints path a little bit better. So there are pluses and minuses here for both, right? We've talked about this, that NFC South is going to be, Honest to God, anybody, like it really and truly up for grabs for anybody, right? And so if he he might look at this, and if the money is not too far off between the two teams, if he really wants to get to the playoffs, obviously the easier path mm-hmm. is with the Saints. Like that is the, the Bucks are going to be in shambles. We obviously know that the Falcons aren't going to be super strong, and then the Panthers as well. Yeah. Like they're all going to be kind of a, a mishmash of teams. I was going to say, and that's why you see three of the four teams with shortest mm-hmm. odds to get Derek Carr's services are in the NFC South for that exact reason. Yeah. Um, by the way, Frank Reich did say yesterday he's quote really not ready to say if the Panthers will bring in Carr for a mm-hmm. visit, but has left the door open 
um, to potentially discuss that. Because just real briefly, you mentioned um, like the commanders and the Sam mm -hmm. Howell situation there. You see all the comments coming through on the Eric Bieniemy, former players battling it out on social media about his services. There, there, there are a lot who think that um, maybe he's not as sharp as as he has been portrayed. Oof. There's a lot of a lot of players who have who are have. Former, let's just say, formerly have interactions with him. It's been like yes. such a back and forth. Yeah. Like LaShawn McCoy straight up saying, what's his value? Yeah. What makes him a good offensive <laughs> coordinator? The problem is a lot of people that go on social media say he'd be a great guy for the job. They haven't played there. They haven't mm -hmm. been in the room saying all this stuff. But then you've got Jamal Charles and Tyron Matthews saying, what are you talking about? You're wrong. But I think this all just goes back to the fact that like, you don't know unless you're in the room. Yeah. And those guys also, like, who doesn't have different opinions of their coaches? Who doesn't have different opinions of their managers? We could all go mm -hmm. around here and get a Q&A about, like, rating each of our managers that we have at work every single day, and you'd get four different opinions mm -hmm. around the room. So I don't know how much stock I can buy into any of those, but I, I do think it's interesting how much is coming out in such a short time with him getting this gig. Yeah, this, this is true. And then to any of our managers that are listening, obviously it would just be ranging from A minuses to A pluses, obviously, <laughs> amongst the four Ex people that are, yes, that, that, those would be the four different obviously. opinions. Yeah, those would be the four different opinions. Please continue to sign here. my paycheck. Yes, exactly. A minuses <laughs> to A pluses would be the only thing that you'd be, be getting in all this. But yeah, look, I, I think Carr for sure is has gotten a little bit of a raw deal. And I think that people do look at just want to go in and just, just look at this, at the stats from the various seasons, not really taking into account all the stuff that you have mentioned, the rotating coaching stuff, honestly, the off the field stuff too. Yeah. I understand where I understand the pro athletes and I understand you got to just get over things and things happen. But like, look, when you're talking about like a coach getting, you know, in the middle of the season because of stuff that was, was said, and then you got a player who kills someone. I mean, there's all, it's, yeah. it's bad news. You know, it was all, like, that's yeah. what I was, and maybe you say like, oh, he didn't overcome because he didn't win enough in that. He was dealt a really tough deck of cards in this one. Uh, don't go anywhere. More of the final, final countdown ahead. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Rolling along here live from Las Vegas, this segment of Easton Final Countdown presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products can be too complicated to use, don't give you the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zinn may surprise you. Zinn Nicotine Pouches made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Tony and Matt Brown with you live from the South Point Sportsbook at the tip of the strip. If you want to join in on the conversation, our final, final countdown show, please do at Matt Brown M2 is where you can tweet at us at Storm Tony or at VSIN Live. Going to talk a little college hoops here. I did end up buying in on Kansas State last night, right. which proved fruitful. The minus one and a half cashed uh, against Baylor, a 10 point win for the Wildcats in that one. They were down three at half, but put together a nice little 18 to 4 run that got us off and running and I was Did you sweat it or you, were you just were you were you doing other things cuz you got a lot you got lots yeah, of stuff going I on I was yeah. doing other things yeah. but I That's was That's good then because score- you didn't want to have to like But it. I'd be box score watching you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah. so just getting a little live First updates. half I was like it's all right we mm-hmm. got this we you got doing, it. A little, doing a little live updates Came together you know yeah. you know 
I did a nice little dinner last night at Esther's Kitchen. If anyone mm -hmm. um, has not okay. been there nice. before, nice. highly recommend. You come okay. to Vegas, you're looking for a good off-strip restaurant. That is the spot in the Arts District. Okay, very nice, um, very nice. Also, the non-ranked... Free plug, by the way. Free there, plug. Yeah. Yes, yes. Please, um, she doesn't get free cheese sticks or anything like that or anything. I no, would really yeah, like no, to be an influencer yeah. because <laughs> if they could just provide me with their sourdough bread on a daily basis, mm. the world would be a better place. And yeah. just throwing that out sourdough there. Sourdough bread. Um, we had that little like non-ranked home favorites trend that we were talking about. Went one and one last night. Michigan State getting the job done in a big way, hosting Indiana. They went 80 to 65. So a 15 point win is a three point favorite. The Hokies, however, could not do the same. Um, falling to Miami 76 70. Hurricanes continue to roll, though. And I want to clarify this. I saw Tim Murray talking about this earlier because this trend has been extremely fruitful for just about. Every team except for against Miami. Um, unranked home favorites against Miami this year, 0-4 against the number. Unranked home favorites versus ranked teams not named Miami, 30-10 and 10 against the number. So Miami's got it going on. Gets it done. 76 yes. to 70 as three-point dogs. Yes. They Crush it. Moving and grooving. Yes. Uh, Michigan State, by the way, that game is like, very, very emotional in present center. <laughs> yes. There's a little squiggly over the end. Yeah. Porkia. Yes. <laughs> that was entertaining last night. But but no, it was a it was a for all that like has been going on on the Michigan mm. State campus over the last week or so, for them to get that win, for them to have that like emotional moment um was really, really cool. Tonight, uh, one top 25 matchup on the docket uh, in Providence, UConn. The top two teams in the country in action as well. Matt's Cavaliers yes. on the court tonight. Get her done. Big favorites. I think they're like nine or something like that on the road, I think it is. It's over. up to nine now. Yeah. And guess who laid eight and a half this morning? Ooh, did you now? Yes. Tell me what you love. Very excited. Everything about them. I am fair. And I figured you would like my mm -hmm. take on this one, that I am rooting on as you the should. Cavs tonight. Uh, but, I mean, this is a team. Too and Cavaliers <laughs> known for defense relentless pack line defense they are number one in the conference and 25th nationally in defensive efficiency number one in the country in points against and assist to turnover ratio fourth best in turnovers per game taken on an Eagles team that turns over the ball a lot 13th uh, in the league turning over the basketball um, so I just think the Eagles are going to have a really, really tough time scoring. They're not great defensively. I almost actually talked myself out of this for a moment because I saw they were two five and one ATS as road favorites this year. But I just very confidently feel like this is an easy double digit win. And it's moving in your favor, which has got to make I you feel know. good. Well, so a lot of my thought process too, and mm -hmm. I don't know how much you buy into this, but when there are teams that are trying to like get in a spot where they're playing well and improve their seedings, there is a little bit of like style points start to matter at this point in the mm -hmm. season, in my opinion. And they had some really lackluster wins against Notre Dame, single digit win against Louisville, against Duke. Like I think they need to put together a performance to show the type of team they are to the committee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, listen, it is, it is also like at 6 p.m. Eastern, we have UMass Lowell and UMBC, and I, I think we just don't have time to really dig into that one and, like, really get the breakdown in, so I, we're just going to have to move on. But, okay. yeah, I, like, I know UMass Lowell and, and UMBC was pretty high on your board tonight. You just missed the cut. Just, 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 just yeah, missed the cut. Just missed it. If anyone's wondering, it. UMass Lowell, two and a half point favorites in that one. You're something else. Yeah. Um, also in the top 25, though, that Providence-UConn game, I mentioned the Huskies. I believe still a seven and a half point favorite total 143 
Um, UConn had the letdown at Creighton after they upset Marquette, bounced back with an easy win at Seton Hall. That said, did fail to cover the 11.5 point spread in that one. Providence upset UConn straight up earlier this season as a five and a half point dog. They are 15 and four against the number their last 19 games overall, seven and two, their last nine on the road. So I don't have a bet in this game, mm-hmm. but a lot of the numbers are coming up, taking the plus points here. Um, Tulane at Houston. I don't know if anybody has interest in that one. Tulane 17 and seven. They've won five straight games, just crushed South Florida uh, the other day, 84 66. Houston back to the top team in the country after beating Memphis. They're 25 and two now on the season, riding a seven game win streak themselves, although they did not cover that game against Memphis. Another game they were a big favorite, lane 14 and a half. This one, they're lane 15, hosting Tulane. They beat up the Green Wave, something fierce. Earlier this season, 80 to 60 is a 10 and a half point road favorite in that one. But I mean, they've played significantly better basketball since. I'll give them that. It's a lot of points. But they are, you know, if you listen to a lot of these people out there, I mean, that, that pay more attention than we do to college basketball. There are, I think, a growing number of those people who are kind of moving back into the Houston is for real camp. There were a lot of people who wanted to doubt them for the longest amount of time. And then I think that they're slowly starting to move more into that. Okay, no, never mind. This team is actually good. And all the reasons that I was trying to nitpick them maybe don't really hold water at this point. Yeah. So we'll see how that one plays out. Alabama, number two team in the country. uh, Also just a huge favorite tonight. 16 and a half. This has come down from the 17 and a half, though, at South Carolina. Total 148 and a half. This is at 9 Eastern on ESPN2. So Jim Root, who is somebody that I really like to listen to talk about college basketball, for him, while there's all this parody in college basketball, he said, while no one is truly elite this year, I think Alabama's best is better than anybody else's best. So maybe come tournament time, that type of a mentality will matter. Um, But Alabama right now, as far as tonight goes, I think part of the reason this number has come down a little bit and people are taking the points is because of all of the kind of off-court dicey issues that are going on right now. If you haven't heard the news, um, Alabama's Brandon Miller was linked to that murder. um, Uh, Doesn't sound great. No. Sounds real bad, actually. So he evidently, according to these reports, brought the gun that Darius Miles used to murder this woman in Tuscaloosa and And maybe like blocked off people from being able to get to. Yeah. yeah, Yes. And there was another player that was on site and Nate Oates has not answered questions in his press conferences, particularly appropriately about this. So like, I feel like there's just a lot of off court drama that could impact the on court side of things. And I just, this is either like a mad stay away or take the Mm -hmm. points. And it it appears like people are like, like I I hate that on like shows like this, we have to talk about it from a betting perspective, because obviously this is a much larger, just a horrible, horrible issue. But like, I'm just, I would take that into account tonight. If you were betting Alabama personally, this has been a crazy week. And if you want to be on the play that everyone is on, there is not a single person backing LSU at home tonight against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is a two and a half point road favorite. That's moved up from two to two and a half. And everybody, everyone is on Vanderbilt. Are you? uh, Well, I mean, at this point, I feel like I should just bandwagon against LSU (laughs) at this point. But everybody is on Vanderbilt. Like, uh, no one has any confidence in this LSU team at all. So, if you want to play with the rest of the world tonight, you should back uh, Vanderbilt at two two and a half point favorites. So, I know we're going to do an exercise a little bit later in the show where we just kind of go through all of the major championships that are coming up and essentially 
like who we think is going to beat who in those. So like NCAA tournament, uh, Stanley Cup, the Masters, all these different things. For the tournament, I know you have Virginia in pocket. Mm -hmm. Are there other teams that have intrigued you that maybe you wanted to buy in on? It would probably just be as we get closer to tournament time, trying to find another middle of the packish number. Like I I'm going to believe in what our experts and the guests that we have on here say that, that there really isn't a truly elite team at all. Right. And if that's the case, then, you know, what is a harm in getting, you know, what's a harm in getting a 40 to one mm -hmm. on a team that you think has a little bit of upside in your, in your account as you head into the tournament and look, if they play their way into the sweet 16 or the elite eight or something like that, at that point, you can just make, mm -hmm. your, make money. Like, you know, you can just, you can literally just guarantee yourself a profit in the tournament. So that's probably the way that I will be going. I did for this exercise and in my bet slip, mm -hmm. find one of those teams that I feel like no one is talking about right now. That's what you call a tease, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll get to that uh, a little UMass bit later Lowell. here. It is not UMass Lowell. Ooh, it is not no. UMBC. Right. It is also not North Carolina. They are not getting in the tournament. <laughs> if they do, I'd be stunned. Um, we're going to step aside. We've got Major League Baseball on the horizon here with John Legaza. This is VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. As basketball and hockey seasons roll on, remember Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. You can join us each week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. You can check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to VEASAN Final Countdown. Not only are hoops and hockey upon us, but it is time for spring training as well. So, so yes, believe it or not, we are already turning our attention to Major League Baseball to help us out. We bring in good friend of the show, John Legaza, our brother from the Bronx, MLB and NFL writer over at The Athletic. And, and go ahead and tell him. What am I telling him? Our very last guest ever. Our very last guest on this, ever, on, on the program. John. Our very last guest ever. He's am stunned. I going somewhere? No, we <laughs> are, actually. <laughs> We've got some show rotation happening. And what are you so in? Nothing. But hey, it's okay. The honorary honor. You know. But I'm so glad that I introed you the way that I did because this was completely without even realizing you had the Yankees jersey on. Let's go. Oh, yeah. You know me, I'm ready to go. It doesn't quite smell like grass here yet in Brooklyn, but we're, we are getting there. Pitchers and catchers reporting. And right now, probably the best time to get aboard MLB futures, right? Because right. the market is still kind of soft. A lot of people coming away from football are still focusing on basketball. And hopefully it's up to people like us, guys, you know, to show up in that market. And I think I've got a couple, huh? Man, you know me. And you know how we do at CLV, Stormy. Ciao, Bella, by the way. <laughs> um, I can tell you what, these these futures are just mispriced right now. Some of the calls we're already going to talk about are already starting to shift. That market price is moving and I could probably bet you dollars to donuts. Even if we don't win the bet, these lines are going to be cut in half come first pitch. Okay, well, let's talk through some of them. Yep. Um, Astros are the favorite to repeat as world champ 6-1. to one. Mets and Yankees, they're short behind as well as the Dodgers. So the usual suspects up top. Yep. But as you continue to look down the board, just like general thoughts on, I guess, the way this offseason has gone, teams you think have taken positive steps could put themselves into a position to make it in that upper echelon as the season goes on. It's a really, it's a tough spot 
to win this league, and in particular with the shift in the playoffs, adding another team to a game that really shouldn't be predicated on a short series. Now we're doing just that, and it kind of widens the field. So I would probably recommend to stay away from the big favorites looking to win it all because, again, I just don't think the odds are there. I don't think the pricing is there to lock your money up for six months. Something I know we mentioned off-air that I don't do for win totals. I know people love them, and I do use win totals as a good gauge to make these other better future bets, hopefully. But, yeah, you really want to focus on the odds at this point because we are talking about a bet we're making in February that we're looking to get paid out at the end of October. Between now and Halloween is a long way. If you're going to be locking up your money, you want to make sure it's worth it. So I'd probably just be staying away from the chalk. And if there's any teams that you do like, and, again, I'm more of a template kind of better, right? It goes into my process and all the rankings and stuff that I do. Give me the teams that have, of course, strong lineups, the thing everyone is looking for, that, of course, have a good rotation that everyone is looking for, and a good bullpen everyone's looking for. However, the things I like to also tack onto are, A, do they have depth in that rotation? Because we all know five pitchers does not a rotation make. And then also B would be the trajectory of the team and whether or not they're going to add at the all-star break or before the trend date, before the deadline is what I mean. And that's really what we want to be looking for. Get with teams that are adding, right? I'm kind of looking at the Mariners and a team like that, aggressive teams, also like the Braves that have shown in season to continue to add to a machine that's already moving, same for the Padres. John, we have several rule changes in baseball this year. Of course, the, the bases, the shift, the pitch clock, pickoffs, things like that. How did you factor that stuff into what you were looking at? I mean, I know that probably on a fantasy implication maybe affects it a little bit more than your betting stuff, but how did you take all of that and, and, and put it in your formula this year? Okay, so I think for futures, it's probably inconsequential, right? And I don't want to say the rule changes are not going to matter. They will, but applied universally, I don't think it really moves the futures needle. As far as betting goes, right, the things that we're really waiting for, I'm champing at the bit for that. And unfortunately, the, the ghost runner rule is extremely impactful for daily MLB bettors. And I really hope that they're paying attention to it. And the main thing it affects, of course, are run lines. And it really affects them in both directions. Of course, a run line looking for the plus one and a half or minus one and a half, depending on your directionality of the bet. And now the problem being that a runner starting on second base throws off that equation and just think about it, right? In either direction. Let's say we had the dog, right? We had the plus one and a half and we were tied going into the bottom of the 10th. You'd normally feel pretty good about that bet. Even if you thought you might lose, you're probably going to lose by one. Now with the runner on second, the first pitch can end that bet for you. Same in reverse, looking for the cover and getting backdoored. So it's really got me even further into F5 betting where Again, the ghost runner, which, of course, is going to affect trying to go under because the 2-2 game can now go over with these ping-pong rules. So it's really me just kind of sick of the ghost runner rule. As far as the bases and stuff and the shift, it's going to matter, but I wouldn't have it moved my needle just yet. John, you mentioned earlier that obviously if you're placing bets right now, they're going to be in your bet slip for a long time, all the way until these things yeah. are graded in October of next year. What have you liked already enough that you're willing to put your money at on hold for that amount of time? 
Yes, I've actually pulled the trigger. Oh, let's get to the first one. It's my boy, Sugar Shane McClanahan for the Rays. And as I've been doing these fantasy rankings, it's just baseball rankings in general, kind of digging into the granular stuff. We'll get into a little bit. And let's put on a little bit of a clinic, Stormy. It's been a minute, right? So when we're looking at Sugar Shane, this is quite literally what you would build if you were making a picture in a lab. So you've got 166 innings, which means with a little boost for this year, he can go the full complement, something you need for the Cy Young. 254 ERA, .93 whip, a 5 62 OPS, just completely off the page from the surface stats. He's also split-proof, so meaning he posted a sub-270 Woba, lefty, righty, home, and away, so there's not a situation that you could put him in to frazzle him. 282 Sierra, 30% K to only 6% walk, better than 15 swing to strike, 35-0 swing, sub-80 Z-Con, and the reason these things matter, people, is he can beat you in or beat you out, meaning even if he falls behind, he can challenge you in the zone with what is possibly the best forcing fastball in the game, 12 inches of vertical movement, such so a rising fastball, and you hear that, combining it, though, with 11 inches of arm side run, something maybe three or four pitchers in the game, Justin Verlander, Jacob DeGrom, Hunter Green, stop me, you know, when you've heard those names before, pairing it with a changeup and a slider that each have a minimum 43% whiff, and then, you know, I brought it for you, Stormy, he's a grill master, my man, when it comes to Low and slow, low and slow. Low and slow. <clears throat> The ribs falling off the bone, baby. 50 ground ball, 28 hard hit. So even when you get the stick on it, you can't do anything with it. One home run per nine. And he got went 18 quality starts with eight money starts, which is a metric that I developed. Because I don't think quality starts really are that good. So my money start is seven innings pitched minimum, two earned runs maximum, right? That's a really good determiner determining factor, I guess, of like a single game maybe moves the needle. So you get everything you want from Sugar Sheen, and I saw him going off for as good as 15 to 1. Also, whenever we're talking about futures, of course, my mama told me you better shop around because that's a tremendous difference, right? If we're talking about even locking up money for six months at 12 to 1 opposed to 15 to 1, that's a tremendous difference. So make sure you take the time to shop these prices around. I think everything is in line from McClanahan. He had the little hiccup at the shoulder, but he came back and was pumping 99. So he's healthy. I can't predict injuries. I love McClanahan. I cannot think of three or four pitchers in the American League better than him, let alone 14. John, if we are heading into spring training and, and want to get really wacky, I don't, I, don't, I don't get around in the streets of betting uh, spring training. I don't do that. Do you, and if you do, what are you looking for? Any tips for the people out there that want to get into those wacky streets of betting spring training games? No. <laughs> we won't be betting spring training games. We should not be betting spring training games. Remember, sometimes the best bet is no bet, and the best lean is up against the wall, you know, with your wallet in your pocket, money mm. safely locked inside. These games are completely unpredictable. Don't waste your time. The things we want to look for, right, especially with pitchers, are those few determinant factors, right? So velocity change and perhaps adding breaking stuff, right? In this age of swing and miss with all these analytically driven pitching programs, when a good pitcher adds, let's say, a slider and we see it acting differently than maybe we've seen in the past. And then, of course, like I mentioned, Velo, maybe to give you a hint to what pitchers we want to back early in the season, right? But I would not be overreacting to anything else. Pitchers are not really always showing you everything. Hitters maybe experimenting new things, new hand grips and bat stances and stuff. So just don't overreact to spring training. Very few things matter. Injuries over everything. Hey, John, just about 25 seconds here left, but you've got a great MLB fantasy yeah. top 625. What can you tell people about uh, it? 
Thank you so, so much. If you're digging some of the granular stuff that I'm doing here, right, it's a little bit extra. And I think even though it is fantasy, it really is helpful for betting because, again, you get this really good microscopic look at these pictures, what's going on under the hood to help you place your bets. And it's only 10 bucks. I mean, and this thing is over 40,000 words. It's a growing. Any bigger, it's going to take over the borough. So, you know, we're, it's just everything that I love because this really is a passion project of mine. I wanted to keep it cheap for everybody. Obviously, if it's for 10 bucks, I'm not doing it for the money. So hop on to Twitter at John Legaze. You can follow me up and you take your right to sharpener and grab on and then you get a contact with me and you can read all of my thoughts my very best argument for right now gosh but it's got to be the top 100 players so unpaid so endorsement by me i bought it i've read it i'm reading right. oh i'm reading it i can't i mean it's 40,000 obviously you, i'm not man. i haven't read it all but yeah, yes, so yes. Much. Yeah. awesome you, stuff man. john appreciate you i miss you guys it's great seeing you we will miss us too we will miss us as well <laughs> we miss us as well Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with our introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of top plays made from show hosts and guests. You get tools like betting splits, the deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the year, where our experts have bracket breakdowns, top plays, and daily props available. Don't miss out, though. It's a limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today to sign up. Again, just $9.99. That's VSIN. Slash subscribe. 1354 Canadian dollars. That's what's going to run you. Our friends up north. Hello, everyone, and goodbye. Um, but yes, it is, uh, you know, it's 1354 Canadian for you if you want to go ahead and, and get that little introductory offer with all that. Stormy, listen, I, I don't know if you're, a, if you're a movie person or not. I'm not. I haven't been to the theater to see a movie in theater. Uh, yeah, like in like nine years. Legitimate, like legit, years? like legitimately. Most people stopped going to the theater like when COVID happened and just didn't return. Nine years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just because I never think to do it right. It's like if I have time to actually go and do something different, it typically just involves alcohol or something. Okay. You know, and so like, you yeah, do I don't. Alcohol at a movie theater you, yeah, now, now too, you can, I know, but see, you know, that's how long it's been since I've been in the movie. I didn't, you know, I wasn't okay. even a part of all of that. What, what, do you, what do you think of this cocaine bear? Are you going to go see cocaine bear? Are you, are, you I, in, are you into that? I don't even know what it's about. So so th- it's actually based on a true story. So you can go back and you can read the story about this. Okay. So there was a large quantity of drugs that was that was dropped in the woods by some drug dealers that were they were going to go back and get it later. Well, a okay. grizzly bear found the drugs and did like half and the bag of drugs. Yeah, and like did half the bag of drugs. Yeah, like <laughs> and, and, and just did a... An incredible amount Did of cocaine. Die? Oh yeah, the bear died. Well, yeah. I mean, the sad part. I mean, this is not a spoiler because you can read that what happened to the bear, or like whatever. But like, okay. yes, the bear OD'd the eventually. Bear OD'd. Yes, like okay. eventually. Yes, they found like a massive amount of cocaine in this bear's like stomach or whatever and all this. But it's it, it it's but based these, on a true story. These drug smugglers are probably like livid that their yes. supply yeah. was eaten by a bear yeah did they know it instantly that it was eaten by a bear do they think that someone stole it well it, it, obviously your first instinct is that someone stole it but then you kind of like see that it's all see spread around yeah and then and then they find that interesting but, yeah I so don't it's know, actually based on i don't story. think that's a movie i'll go to the theater no for, no you don't want to see a coked up bear there are some like i went to go see maverick I thought like that okay. was a good movie theater experience. The thing that's turned me off about movie theaters these days is the 4D experience. I absolutely despise it. It's awful. Have you uh, you haven't been in the movie theater no, in nine don't years, know. so you can't. Yeah, relate. I'm actually interested. Like, that, but, that look that I was giving you was actually me like, oh really? So Tell me I more. I went to see. I it had to be a year ago, right? Jurassic mm. Park. 
the Kay. new one that had come out in 4D because I went to like a little girl's birthday, Kay. which I know sounds odd, but yes. it was great. I had totally it. above board. <laughs> anyway, let's go. I, got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed my Slurpee. I had my pop. So the right. thing that I like about movie theater and like the experience is that like I like the movie theater snacks and like that kind of okay. stuff and the experience. And if it's mm-hmm. a good movie and if it's like an action movie, I feel like those are largely like made for the theater to see all the stuff that's going on. So she wanted to do the 4D thing and that was like the worst I love roller coasters. I don't want to go to a roller coaster when I'm watching a th- two-hour okay, movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? It gets old. And it gets old. Yeah. And it's shaking you, and it's spraying you with water. I'm trying to eat Nuh-uh. my popcorn. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's the, I'm out on that for sure. It's It's going to be another nine years before I go to the theater. Wear I, a out. jacket as well, not just for the water protection, but it's freezing because they blow wind in your face and stuff. I don't, I don't like this at and all. And so, yeah, it wasn't for me. Um, won't won't do a 40 I, I can tell you what you're again. not going to be an influencer for is, is movie theaters because no. like they're like wow you really you really just talked this guy out of going to the movie but theater I for do, like the next I do love me like a blue raspberry slurpee get me some popcorn and Reese's pieces and have yourself a night like I am for it I um, believe it one last thing while we're on like movie general thoughts mm-hmm. I finally finished full swing last night and I was texting you how much I loved it so perfect you're looking to get people in into golf get new fans that is the way to do it and then I wake up today and see Netflix is doing yes. an NFL yes thing with covering Patrick Mahomes Kirk Cousins and Marcus Mariota for the whole 2022 season I think I am so excited I don't know the date that it's going to come out but it's this summer spoiler one of the stories ends better than the other two Ugh. yeah they did choose one guy that was the, <laughs> like for not knowing what's going to happen in a season though and the yeah. AFC West preseason being a division that we thought hey maybe like this is going to be the most competitive division we've ever seen in football maybe Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid aren't going to get it done and then they go on and like he ends up becoming MVP Mahomes again and winning the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP like to follow that journey I feel like will be really cool Yes, it is. the And also, we're going to watch one guy lose his job. Yeah, I was going to say, and we're yeah. going to see Dev- Desmond Ritter yeah. supplant a certain yeah. quarterback. Let's see one guy lose Kirk his job. Cousins. I think that'll be cool to see all the close games and the craziness, the the miracle comeback against the Colts. Like, those will be cool moments, yeah. I feel like, to see. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Look, 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 if you have not done full swing yet, we're not going to – it's too early for me to do spoilers. So I'm not going to do spoilers because – but if you've not done it yet – you will get a new perspective, not just on golf itself, but even for some of these people as like human beings, because I think a lot of times with golf, it's like you get a perception about people just because they're golfers, because golf is so snooty and like you feel like, you know, like they all are like country club kids and they all came from privilege. You know what I'm saying? All the, like that's actually not the case. You, you learn this like in mm-hmm. throughout the throughout the thing like i mean like some of these guys really did just work their way up from from absolutely nothing and and some of these guys actually are like the furthest thing from country club kids mm-hmm. too like they are really and truly just more self-deprecating and stuff they're they're kind of like they're the golf version of you and i you know like they, they're the golf version of you and i they're like okay with joking about themselves and whatever and don't take themselves too seriously and i think you come away with a new understanding of some of these guys too for sure there is one episode that's called imposter syndrome and it was super funny because like it it felt super relatable that this guy mm-hmm. is like one of the best golfers in the world but he just like constantly thinks he's never going to win anything and yeah. he's terrible and he's always just and I'm like, You're yes. clearly not terrible. You will, but it's really, really it's You'll really look at Joel cool. Damon differently for sure. Yes. Yeah. It was it was awesome. But you also get to see because we talked this past week about the Genesis and Tiger Woods being back in a field and you know how 
he is a guy that is like transcendent of sport. Mm -hmm. And you see through this little like year long docu-series of how many of those players like fell in love with golf through watching Tiger. And and it didn't matter what skin color you were. And it was just, he is just that next level player that brought people in. I've said this like a million times when people look at me all weird like, it wasn't Muhammad Ali with boxing. It wasn't Joe Montana or Joe Namath or whatever with football or even Michael Jordan with basketball. Like, the person that had the single most influence on a sport in general was Tiger Woods, for sure. For sure. He just made people look at golf in a different way. Like, there were there were never, there were never people who were, you know, eight and ten years old who cared about golf. Like, you walked in and your parents were watching golf and you're like, what are you doing? Turn the turn it. Like, you know, what do you, I don't want to watch this. And, like, Tiger changed all of that. You know, I mean, like, he literally redefined what the sport was and how you go about it and treating it like a sport and not just a game, mm-hmm. you know. And so it, it is. Like, one person changed literally everything about an entire sport. So we, in the next segment, are, are going to continue the golf talk. We're yeah. going to get into the Honda, which is coming up tomorrow. Um, it's, you know, a weaker field, obviously, but still a lot of betting opportunities in that. Finally, John Rahm can't win an event, which is clutch. Yeah, that's neat. But um, another thing that they talked about in full swing was the transition of all of those players going to the Live Golf Tour, and that's mm-hmm. obviously getting underway here. So we got all the teams that are laid out. I was curious your thoughts on the bettability though of live i know as as we yeah. we believe in rory mcelroy's I, vision i'm done i don't i will not Tiger's i will not bet vision. it okay. i will not bet it i don't want to support it in any way shape or form listen there's a couple of takes on um there, there's a couple of takes on it on long shots this week uh west did do at least a little bit of of work into it so if you want to look into it, just, it this is just a more of a personal thing for me like i don't want to support all of that i i mean it was we had like the deepest field of golf that we've ever had. The sport was in just on a rocket ship mode. Not, it's not saying that it's not now still. I mean, it's still an incredible amount of talent on the PGA Tour and all that. But I mean, you add in a few of these dudes back that they had taken away or something like that. I mean, it would golf would just be incredible right now. Not that it's not mm-hmm. that it's bad, but it certainly would have been just massively, massively better. But uh, yeah, I will not support them with any of my dollars. Even if I can win more dollars, I will not support that. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I hope the sports book take down the odds. I don't even want the odds up there. Yeah, I definitely have like a rejuvenated love and respect for the PGA Tour after watching Full Swing. Mm-hmm. And it, what sucks, too, is one of the characters that you start to really fall in love with is Mito Pereira, who just this week we found out transitioned to the Live Tour. Go on, get on. <laughs> Go on, get on. Go on, get on. I ain't worried about him. Go okay. Yeah. Well, um, In hour two, that is upon us. We will start off getting into the Honda Classic. This is a very interesting tournament where you have, what did you tell me yesterday? Water on 15 of the 18 holes. We were going to give you, we have Thursday night football in the XFL this week. So a full breakdown of that game, the slate that is upon us. We've also had some significant change in the futures market. I have an NHL play. We will recap. Um... What will we recap? I don't remember. Other things, though. You're going to like it. I promise. Yeah. It's like, the last hour. Come, come on. on. Back. I'm only good for entertainment. Yeah. Like, come back. It's going to be good. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.